hello and welcome to another episode of our podcast, Reshaping the Future of Healthcare. Over the past episodes, we got the chance to talk to experts across different industries and specifically in the healthcare sector uh, to explore and discuss different trends that will shape the future of healthcare. Today's episode is all about unleashing the power of people and providing the best experience to associates, the best working experiences. And it's my pleasure today to host our guest, Nikki Wilson. Nikki is the founder and managing director of Jenny, a rapidly expanding recruitment agency. Nikki, you've worked with your team with over 350 businesses across GCC. And I know that you have a lot to say about providing the best work experience for associates. And also, I know that you have wealth of experience about identifying the needs of both organizations and individuals and how to match those needs together. So thank you very much for being with us, Nikki. And thank welcome. you for having me. Nikki, let me start by asking you about the trends that you have seen recently while hiring. So what are these trends and how do they impact both organizations and individuals? I think that in terms of trends at the moment, we're definitely seeing a real shift in the motivations of why candidates want to move for different jobs or maybe why they actually want to seek different opportunities. And a lot really kind of centers around, you know, the culture, flexibility, trust is such a big word that we hear quite a lot. And also, um, you know, the leadership side of, of the businesses, uh, a lot of um, candidates, a lot of people, they want to be trusted, they want to be empowered to make their own decisions, they want to be valued in their workplaces. And I think this is really um, something that's happened over the past few years. Um, people seek something different rather than just a salary increase or development of a job title, you know, very much more about actually what's going on in the workplace. You know, most people spend, is it like 80% of their life at work? Of course. You know, you need to actually have a really nice place to work. Um, You know, they need to feel like they've got real team bonds as well, which again, that comes from the leadership. Well said, Nikki, and it's consistent with what we see in terms of uh, what the associates and employees are looking for. And with that, I also would like to know from you and from your experience, like how are the organizations investing for um, creating the best work experiences for their associates? Sure. So we're definitely seeing more initiatives um, internally, whether that is um, employers looking at things like workshops for the team. So there could be um, things related to mental health, perhaps, or maybe uh, we actually did a recent workshop about hormones, you know, for all the ladies that work for us, because I think that it almost has to be um, personalized dependent on the, on the company on the team you know are there more women are there more mums uh, what what are the issues that are kind of going going on internally and also how can you really um, empower the team to learn something different and things like this it's like how do we look at employee wellness but maybe form a holistic approach and also at different angles as well so um Obviously, with everything in mind that we've been speaking about employee experience, um, what is Novartis doing in terms of investing in the employee experience? Thanks so, for the question, Nikki. And it's also aligned with what you spoke about uh, in terms of the other organizations' efforts. And for us, as Novartis, we are fully committed to provide the best work experience for our associates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we understand that it's really important to have a better engagement. And also it reflects on performance. So performance is 
the core of everything that we do. But we also care a lot about associates' flexibility, providing flexibility for our team members, and also the, the well-being of our team, the, the uh, work-life balance. So all these parameters are extremely important for us. And we have different strategies, different tools that we always drive in terms of providing work flexibility to our associates. So for example, I mean, we launched what we call the, the hybrid working model, where on one hand, we realize the importance of the face-to-face -face interactions, the impact of that on the team bonding, the interaction between each other, the interaction with customers. And we ensure that we also stimulate and foster like the face-to-face -face interactions and the team working together. At the same time, we also provide the flexibility to our associates and empower them to develop their work schedule. So we have this balance between working in the office or in the field, interacting with each other, interacting with customers, but also working remotely. And we believe that providing this flexibility is very important for the associates and the employees' work experience. Amazing. Sounds amazing. I think, um, you know, I think definitely the the changes in hybrid working are quite important because I think that a lot of businesses went the other way, didn't they? They gave maybe too much, you know, work from home 24-7. I think that people need human connection, you know, and I think that is super important as well. So having a hybrid model is definitely more beneficial on that side, especially the team bonding side. Right? So it's interesting that mm -hmm. also you're commenting in the same direction because I want wanted to ask you actually mm. about how do you see this is taking into consideration with the other companies, the mm. work-life balance, the, the well-being of associates and providing flexibility? Yeah, yeah. So across the board, it really varies and it really, really varies from, you know, no work from home whatsoever in some companies, which I think was a very big problem for a lot of candidates because they seek something. They seek, even if it's a half day on a Friday, early finish or work from home, one day a week you know we, we're definitely getting that in terms of feedback from candidates quite a lot when they're looking to move um but across the board I think that it really differs like quite a lot and I think that some businesses um they maybe have been quite late in taking action with some of this and because of that they might have lost quite a lot of staff that's very interesting and at the end of the day I think every everything that you spoke about is also very important in shaping the organizational culture and it reflects on engaging associates. Uh, and with that, I also would like to ask you about the culture because now like, let's shift gear towards culture and how culture, organizational culture can contribute to the organizational success and the growth of these organizations, how the engagement of the associates play a very important role for organizational productivity, performance and growth. Yeah, 100%. So. I'll, I'll go into a little bit of, of, about how my business operates, actually, because then you might get a bit of an idea of um, someone that has really focused on culture more than anything, you know, to um, increase productivity in the workplace. So um, our business started six years ago and, you know, we were very much focused on, right, what is it that our employees need? What is it that I can do really to contribute, contribute, sorry, to their lives. Um, so I very much focused on their 
uh, on employee well-being. So we do lots of workshops um, and it's some of them, you know, they might be a little bit quirky. Like we look at things like essential oils, like bringing in alternative health, like gut health um, specialists will come into the office and speak to the team because I'm very much focused on if you have a healthy and happy employee, they are going to be very productive because, you know, you have all the angles kind of looked after there. You know, you've got the a very um, nice supportive environment in the workplace, but then also you're looking at how is their health as well. And I think that's super important, right? And a lot of people, they might not necessarily have the tools to say, okay, maybe I can look at that in a different angle, right? So our, our side is very, very much personalized approach. Um, we do a lot of incentives that are related to fitness. So we have Pilates twice a week on Mondays and Fridays over lunch, and that is subsidized by Jeannie. Um, so I'm just saying a few of these because maybe <laughs> it'll inspire others to bring some of these, you know, fitness movement. It's such an important topic that I think a lot of employees might forget about. Um, and we actually have an app that we use as well that um, record like steps of the team and then we'll run competitions where they can win prizes. And then it makes them think, well, actually, you know, how many steps have I done uh, every day? That kind of thing. Um, and then on the different angle is that I really focus on the team as a whole. So it's not just, um, you know, the star performers will get everything in terms of incentives. It's very much around the whole team. So we do like an annual um, holiday every year, usually related to wellness. Oh, I, I, while listening to you, I can relate a lot to everything that you said, because in Novartis, we also introduced and launched many initiatives that address the well-being of our associates. And we are seeing a lot of progress in this regard. So we have every quarter uh, what we call like our voice, which is an opportunity to, to ask the associates about how they feel. It's a pulse check and we get their input. And you can see over the past uh, months that there is a significant improvement in terms of the well-being. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's a shared responsibility. So our team contributed greatly to it. And also we made sure that we launched and introduced different initiatives um, that really addressed the well-being of our organization and our team. Mm, that's amazing. Yeah. I think that it's super important because the personalization comes in then. If you're checking in on them individually, because everyone has different things that are going on and you well can't. That's yeah, very you, true. And yeah. and if, if you're if you're talking about like a healthcare and we, we are a healthcare of company, course. of course. <laughs> if you're talking about healthcare, uh, it's very important that we also empower them to be advocates to healthcare and like to role model that. And it's it all starts by their well-being. And then of course that will reflect on everything that we do eventually. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And honestly, if, if someone is happy and they're healthy, then they're going to be more productive. And I think that a lot of employees should really think about that. Well, how can I really advocate for my employees' well-being? And some of some of the times it's just a very simple, you know, bring someone in to talk about it, ask them, you know, how is everything going? I think Jory in um, the pandemic and the lockdowns that I was very focused on how, how are you feeling? <laughs> you know, okay. how are you feeling? Don't listen to all the gray noise of going on, like just focus on, on the good things that you can get out of, out of this at the moment. So, you know, keeping busy, etc. And I think that 
after that period of time, a, a lot of people really, you know, there was a lot of issues around mental health. And I think that being able to tap into what's going on, on in an individual and being able to contribute or help, or maybe even say, well, okay, we'll book you in with a specialist in this area. I think that's super important as well, because, you know, some people don't have the tools to help themselves. They might need someone external to say, maybe you need a bit of support. Oh, right? it's, it's very important indeed. Mm -hmm. And it reflects all the time on the associate's engagement, sense of belonging, mm -hmm. and consequently on the company's success as well. Yeah, 100%. At the end of the day, we're consistently working towards attracting, retaining, and developing talents. Mm -hmm. And we, we do believe that as an organization, we have a matrix organization, and matrix organization allows us as well to provide different learning opportunities to our team members. So cross-functionally, uh, cross-functionally talent exchange, cross-geographically as well, so cross-countries. So geographically, we can also provide opportunities to our team members to move from one country to another, from one function to another. And we we often have like the a mix of tools and strategies that we introduce and we make sure that they're there to foster and stimulate the people learning and development and growth. Uh, it starts by like just simply coaching by the direct manager, but also um, other parameters, other tools, like for example, work assignments, stretch assignments, um, sometimes cross-functional assignments, sometimes um, like cross-countries assignments, but also providing opportunities to our team members to move from one job to another, to a full job change that provides different experiences and also provides opportunities to our team members to learn and develop. So what I really appreciate about the, the culture that we have in Novartis and the, the talent development um, progress that we could accomplish over the past years is that it's a shared responsibility. Mm -hmm. So we care a lot about empowering as our associates, our team members to take ownership of their development, of their learning, of their growth. And we also support them and provide them with different platforms, different tools, different resources for them to grow. And I think it helps a lot in terms of developing our talents and also retaining them. So our talents are like positioned quite high mm -hmm. in the marketplace. Right. And it's very important <laughs> that we also work consistently on retaining them and further developing. Mm, 100%. I think um, a lot of, um, so I'll just talk a little bit about a trend that I see in the market. So um, sometimes we find that when um, employees are onboarded, you know, a lot of people might not necessarily be onboarded correctly. And then if you start off your journey with a new company and, you know, it's a bit chaotic, then often that's where it starts off, you know, maybe on the wrong foot. So what are, are you guys doing at um, Novartis in terms of the onboarding, just to make sure that it's fluid and smooth and they feel welcomed? <laughs> I think it always starts with the joining associates, the team members to understand the vision and mission of the company, of the organization. And in Novartis, our purpose is very clear. So our purpose is to reimagine medicine, to improve and extend people's lives. And every single associate uh, gets exposed to realizing our vision, our mission, and our purpose. And we strongly believe that the only way to do that is by unleashing the power of our people. Um, by helping them to be their best, to bring their best to the workplace every single day. And we do have um, a culture that we foster. So we are fostering and we consistently stimulate an inspired, curious and unbossed culture, a diversity and inclusion culture. And we believe that by them believing in this purpose, by them being engaged 
in this vision. This would be the best way to unleash the power of our associates and it would be the best way to help them to achieve also their personal and professional goals. No, I think that's really powerful, actually. Um, you know, the, the statements are very strong. And I think I, I like the term unbossed. I've never heard it before, but I like that. I'm going to use that now. Um, it's, a, it's an unbossed <laughs> <laughs> terminology. Right, so unbossed. No, but I think that, um, you know, this definitely is very aligned with the trends in the market. You know, as I mentioned a few times that people want to feel trusted because a lot of people have great ideas. You know, they want to inspire others. They want to come in and be heard and say, well, actually, maybe we should look at this angle of doing things, right? And I think that that's when you have this culture of, um, you know, like creativity and ideas. And that's what you want as a business to grow, Absolutely. right? You Absolutely. want a, yeah. a business that empowers people to unleash, you know, the, the, the power of, of the people so that they're able to be heard and also um, promote those kind of creative ideas and forward thinking ideas as well, because there really is a shift with the new kind of generation that are coming up the ranks. They have a lot of ideas. They do things very, very different. And I think being able to embrace those changes, embrace those developments um, with people coming coming up the ranks. Um, I think that's really important too. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And and you spoke about the trends and I think that could be like my last question um, about the future. So how do you see the future um, shaping up uh, in terms of the workplace? I think in terms of the future and beyond, we're definitely going to see more workplaces really listening to their staff. What is it that you want? What is it that I can contribute, et cetera? And then from the listening, they will be able to really implement actually what is it that their employees want? Um, secondly, I think that flexibility is such a key word, um, something that maybe all businesses hadn't really considered before, but I think all businesses are going to have to consider, even if it's just a few hours or something. I think that this is really what people are looking for. This is the angle and the direction that workplaces are going to. I know that I've become more flexible. You know, I'm very much someone that likes to be in the office because our work culture is is, is quite fun and energized, as you can probably imagine. And, um, you know, working from home, I feel a bit like, you know, just me and the laptop. So I think that even I have adopted a lot of flexibility. So that that's definitely another angle. And I think the the third one, which really kind of what fits really well with Novartis is health. Like I think that health is such a big area that maybe wasn't spoken about before in terms of the employee wellness or the culture side of things. But I think it's going to be a hot topic going forward. You know, how can businesses really help um, the health side of their employees, right? That might, you know, a few years ago, I don't think we'd be speaking about this, but de now definitely. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. That's that's quite insightful. Mm -hmm. So with that, Nikki, I would like really to thank you very much for being with us today and for sharing your experiences, your um, insights about the major trends uh, that shape the employees' experiences. Thank you for having me. And thank you very much for listening. So now we know that the employees' experiences, the employees' engagement is quite important uh, in terms of the overall success of the organizations. And in Novartis, we are fully committed to reimagine medicine um, to improve and extend people's lives. And we believe that we can only do that by unleashing the power of our people. And that can be achieved and that can start with having our associates fulfilled in their roles 
empowered, trusted, and engaged. Thank you very much for listening. And um, we hope and look forward in the future to host uh, more of these episodes where we touch key topics that reshape the future of healthcare. Thank you very much.